Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. Well, we're seeing um, between 160 and 180 patients a day. That's um, a 30% uh, increase on what we would have normally seen at this time of year. But what's happening is that we're seeing um, the patients we're seeing are older and they're sicker patients and they're requiring um, more resources in terms of staff to care for them. Um, we've also got the problem in that we, we are short of beds in the hospital. And because of, uh, of this, um, we, we, we can't move these patients on, um, the, that they're staying in the emergency department for long periods of time. So what happens is that the rooms get uh, filled up with patients and then we have no rooms to bring the next patient into because everything's uh, clogged up. And, and that leads to long waits in the waiting room and even long waits in ambulances, which is, is, is absolutely awful. It's terrible for, for those people and it, it, it's not good for the staff either. So there's an urgent call you need to make now, Paul, and that is for people not to attend A&E unless it's urgently needed. Is that, is that, is that, what are the calls? You've got a number of points you need to raise here this morning as you have the airwaves, please. Well, what we would, we would say is that if you, can, if you can source alternatives, if you can get to your GP, if you can talk to uh, your pharmacist, um, uh, those sort of things uh, uh, to try and... and alleviate the emergency department from, 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 from the demands that we're under at the moment. If you do come to the emergency department, we will see you, but unfortunately, you will wait for a long period of time. We don't want to not provide health care for those who need it, but we want to, to, for people to think, do they actually need to go to the emergency department? Is there something else they could do? Or you know, are, they, are they sick enough to, to, to go to the emergency department? So that's what we were, were trying to do, to try and alleviate right. the weights for so many people. Now, you and I are speaking at a quarter to nine. You've stepped out from, from a hectic schedule already. Are there particularly high periods where the pressure is more uh, prevalent? Are, like at this point in time in, in the morning, are you already busy? Oh, we're already busy. We, we have uh, 12 patients in the emergency department waiting beds. We have 19 patients in total in the department. Uh, it will start getting busier uh, in, uh, from about 11 o'clock. We normally start to see 20 patients an hour uh, registering at that stage, and that goes on until 9 or 10 at night. And so the, uh, over the, 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 the next 10 hours, we, we will see a huge number of patients uh, registering and uh, waiting for care, and, and that's the busiest time is from 11 o'clock onwards until 10 o'clock at night. What we're also seeing now is that the weekends are extremely busy as well. Uh, I was talking to uh, my colleague, Dr. Malloy, who was in on Sunday, and they had 83 patients in the department uh, at one time, which is a huge... In, in the department, we have something like 17 uh, rooms for adults. And to have 83 patients, you can imagine that, that there are patients everywhere, not just in the rooms, but in the in the corridors, in the resource room, yeah. uh, and in the unfortunately in the waiting room and the ambulance as well. Okay, uh, we've heard from Minister for Health uh, Stephen Donnelly this week about uh, 
the, the need for the twin threat to be vigilant on the twin threat of, of COVID and of course the flu. Uh, any early indications on this, Paul, what we're about to experience or has that yet, yet to come into the equation? Um, there are a few cases of COVID. They're not, there's not the flood that we have before. Um, but the, the, the problem is that when you have uh, patients who are COVID or suspect COVID, as you can imagine, they take up huge resources in terms of the donning and doffing of PPE for the staff, the need to isolate those patients in uh, our COVID area and uh, put these patients in the COVID waiting room. So you, have, you've all, you basically have to run a second emergency department in an already overcrowded emergency department. So you can imagine uh, what sort of resources that takes up. Right. The HSE in their statement say they've been working over the last number of months to deal with the challenges ahead. They're also talking about, uh, to alleviate the pressure, additional capacity in terms of bed staffing and strengthening community care teams. This is all very heartening, but I'd say for somebody like you, Paul, it couldn't come quick enough. Yeah, the, the, the capacity is the problem. The uh, we're, we're, They've got all the efficiencies they can out of the system. The problem is that the capacity, and if we don't have beds to put patients into, um, the emergency department fills up, and, and that's the natural consequence of, of not having enough capacity. Um, and I think I think that that there is a realization in in the HSE and and in the Department of Health that we need to expand capacity in in the hospitals quickly. I think I take it you need it quickly. You need it done speedily. Oh, oh well, there's there's no no doubt that that, that we need this uh, and use anything we can use private hospitals, which I would generally be against, but. We have to use whatever we can because we are in crisis. Right. We need to summarise this now to get the message out strongly for you to try and alleviate the pressure on our hospital services. I know you'd like to thank your team around you as well. Uh, you you almost be under uh, ferocious pressure. Yeah, yeah. This, the the staff. This is the, f- the the staff, especially the staff nurses, are under huge pressure, and uh, people get frustrated with long waits, which is understandable. Um, I'd ask them to think about taking it out on the staff nurses because it's it's beyond their control. They they can't make beds, so please don't shout at the nurses. Don't give out the nurses. They're working as hard as they can, and um, yeah. it's, it's huge pressure on them. Look, I let you summarise it for us. When should you come to any? When should you go to other forms of medical practitioners or care doc or whatever? Uh, Paul, you have the airwaves used in place to try and alleviate this pressure. Well, well, I think that you should think before you come to the emergency department. Think: Do you need to come to the emergency department? Can you access uh, other areas of healthcare? Are you sick enough to need emergency care? We will, of course, see you. But if you come to the emergency department, expect uh, long waits. And please uh, think about the staff. They are doing their best. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views.